AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. Thank you guys for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your girl, AJ Holiday, And oh yeah, the show dedicated to you niggas and these hoes. Ew, go ahead. <laughs> Ew, it's me, y'all. It's Tam Bam. I'm back again. God made it possible. All glory to him. I love y'all, man. I love y'all so much. Thank you for tuning in. How you doing, I'm AJ? I'm cool. I'm cool, bitch. I'm shit. I lost me a couple pounds this week. It's, a, it's Monday, last week. Mm-hmm. You lost a nigga or you lost weight? Both of um. them. <laughs> and like, I feel like I lost two niggas, but we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> oh, no. I'm down two niggas, man. I'm down two niggas. It be like that. You look up and all your hoes. What happened? Like, what happened? Like, I need feedback. 
flipping those. I lost some actual weight. A couple pounds. Oh, that's I, good. I, you know, I've been seeing you on Instagram, and you look good, girl. You shit, bitch, good. you look you. good. You look blessed, okay? You look blessed and highly favored, friend. We getting these bodies right for our live show in April. We coming back. Hey, that's all it is. Right. And I just, you know, shit. I feel like the older you get, man, it's hard to lose weight. It's hard to lose weight. You know how long it took it me is. to get under 200 pounds? Like, 200 years. The fuck? Yeah. I understand, rough. girl. And then if you eat, if you eat like a cheeseburger over the weekend, exactly. you'll be back. You know, it's just crazy. Exactly. It's Such rough. is life. What's going on in our super stupid internet news All this type week? of shit. All type of shit. We gonna keep it, try to keep it funny this week anyway, because we be talking about serious shit during stupid internet news and shit don't be really like stupid. <laughs> but anyway, so I know everybody sees what's going on with Kanye. We ain't gonna get into the the big stuff with Kanye, but how you feel about um, what Kanye was saying about Lizzo? I don't know if you saw it or not. Did you? I did see that. And uh, for those of you who did not see it, Kanye... Uh, he was on Fox News, mm-hmm. and he said something along the lines of, you know, uh, the media trying to encourage us to support Lizzo in her weight because they want black people to be fat and die, basically. That's essentially, yeah, where he was leaning towards. My only concern is, how come weight is a problem when we're dealing with women? Right. Because ain't these- nobody said shit when Bone Crusher ass was up there with no shirt on, crushing his own bones. <laughs> with all that fat. Nobody says shit. Exactly. And you can't tell Rick Ross ass that he isn't young and that he isn't fat. You can't tell him that. Well, Rick Ross did. Remember he was doing the diet and he was eating the pears and shit? Mm-hmm. Like, he did, he lose, did lose some weight. A, a substantial amount of weight. Mm-hmm. So, eh, I guess mm-hmm. he really tried to... But, you know, if I support Lizzo. I'm a big fan of hers and... Why is her weight such a subject is confusing to me. Because like, she's a black woman. That's there's why. fat people all over the place. Like, why mm-hmm. is this such a topic? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Nobody she... else is persecuted so much for their weight mm-hmm. as Lizzo. Yeah. I, okay. So I, I support Lizzo 1000%. But we talked about weight in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. You don't sleep good. A lot of things come with that heavy weight. So, no, I'm not ever for marketing bigger bodies to black people, right? But we know right. it's a struggle. It's a real struggle. But right. I'm I'm feeling like, is this how you want to be now, Lizzo? Because you have the money and the means, and you just got to get the willpower to change it. Nobody wants to be fat. I don't care how y'all, y'all can celebrate it all you want. Nobody wants, to, wants consciously wants to be fat is what I'm saying. So you got the means to try to change it, you know, but mm-hmm. Kanye was also saying Lizzo hops in the gym, loses 10 pounds. The trolls still harassing her on the internet. So she's like, she's damned if she damned do. Damned if she do. And yeah, damned mm-hmm. if she don't. So I'm I'm like, are they making this her image? Are, is she forced to be this image now? Even if she wanted to lose weight, are the people around her making it to like, because look at Adele. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adele lost a lot of weight. But yes, are the did. people around Lizzo like, like making this okay? Not making it okay, but telling her like, okay, if you lose weight, you're not going to be Lizzo anymore. If you lose weight, you're you'll still be Lizzo. 
You know what I'm saying? I hope that they're not making this her image. Like that's the oh, only they thing probably she don't. Be. For what we know, they probably don't even say nothing to her about her weight. Mm-hmm. It's just everybody else, you know. Yeah, it's possible. Everybody else got something to say. She might like. She might want to lose weight, or she might just be comfortable. Like I've been fat my whole life, you know. Like this is mm-hmm. just who I am, you know. And, right. Yeah, everybody ain't meant to be skinny. Cause every, I, I know I'm not meant to be like super skinny. I'm just not. Cause even mm-hmm. at my smallest weight, my body is still like. Black girl skinny. <laughs> I know I ain't meant to be skinny. I when I was little, they'd be like, "She too big to have on that diaper." She ain't got on no diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Just big old fat baby booty. <laughs> That's how my niece was. Her ass was so fat as a baby. Like, girl, <laughs> why is your butt so big? It's the cereal and this milk y'all putting in here. <laughs> But so it is what it is, and she might feel that way, you know. Obviously, we nobody wants to promote being unhealthy, right? But there are people who are big and healthy at mm-hmm. the same time, and skinny so, and sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, to each their own, and stop making it a conversation about other bitches' weight. Exactly. Talk about these niggas sometimes. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Like you got DJ Khaled, his wife be working out, and he's sitting there. Eating a snack, instructing her. I saw a video like that. She got so fucking mad at him. Like, you need to go work out. You right. instructing me, and I'm trying to keep my body together for you. Right. So I can keep having these damn babies. Like men, <laughs> men are crazy. Okay. <laughs> I always say you could nigga, this nigga could be a two. He thinks the, he deserves a ten. And it's always men. It's only men. I don't hear any women really having a conversation about Lizzo's weight. It's men. That are always bringing it, making it a topic of discussion. Like, get out of here. Right. Big fine, Lizzo. Okay, she got her clothing line, all that shit. Listen, you can't tell me big Lizzo. And that bitch is pretty. Do you want a skinny, right. ugly girl or a, break, a big, pretty girl? Because I've been a right. big, cute girl my whole motherfucking life. Okay? Lizzo. <laughs> I wouldn't even like... I Black girl. I mean, white, white, I'm white girl big. Okay? Black girl. What, what else happened in stupid news? <laughs> moving right along. Right. Um, I saw this video today with this, this girl. She's having to explain to her TikTokers why she was in a hospital for damn near a month for mono. She was just sick, you know. Mm-hmm. So she got mono from letting her boyfriend just continuously spit in her mouth, basically. That's crazy because... I think she probably would have still contracted mono from him just by mm-hmm. kissing him. But... How these must be young people because older people don't typically get mono. That's like college age sickness. <laughs> that your immune system ain't built up yet. Like how old right. are you? <laughs> right. How you got mono? Like you must still be in your twenties. But I guess mono is just like you just sopping up somebody else's bacteria. Essentially, I don't like kissing like that. I like to kiss, but like I, I I'm never going to get with that thing y'all got going on with the spit in the mouth shit. I just can't. Mm. I can't. Pretend like I haven't done that. I won't sit here and lie and say I haven't. I have. Like, I mean, like in a choky kind of BDSM kind of situation going on, I might have once Y'all motherfuckers too grown for me. <laughs> I ain't getting no mono, though. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Right, exactly. I guess your guys are old enough. But I mean, if you're going to kiss, I mean, what's the difference? If you're eating off a nigga fork, what's the difference? If, if you're, you're drinking using- out somebody's cup, you're right. potentially 
at risk for mono. And I don't do none of those things. I told you how one of my exes used to always want to use my fucking toothbrush. Like I would, oh, no, that's disgusting. I would pack an extra toothbrush because I knew that he was going to try to use my damn toothbrush. Like, why don't you bring your own toothbrush? At what point do you think that this is not a personal item? <laughs> this is a yeah. personal item. That's like using my tampon that I already use. Ah! It's not the same. Now that's extreme. Toothbrush? Girl, it's we like use, all kind we of the same dicks all mouth. the time. We use the same dicks all the time. A dick and a tampon is the same thing. And we no. we be Ew. right on the same dick. Ew. 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 <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. Cause that same thing might have been going to somebody on time in a month and you right there. Oh Lord. <laughs> look, it gets nasty. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um Girl, why the hell the Rock had these people crowd surfing a baby? <laughs> Did you see that video? I, okay, yeah. So if y'all missed it, this uh, these people who need to be in jail <laughs> passed their baby through the crowd to give it to the Rock, so he they could ho- he could hold their baby. And I'm the the baby was a newborn. This baby is clearly a newborn baby, mm-hmm. and they're crowd surfing the baby. Thank God that all the people that were past the baby were sane people and past the baby gingerly. Somebody could have really hurt that baby. It's not even that for me. It's the germs for me. Like, when I have a child, the way I'm going to be with my baby, y'all might think I'm crazy. Like, did you wash your hands? Right. So y'all just passing this baby up to, you know, you idol worshiping, first of all, because this guy is not Jesus on the stage above you. It's right. like It's like a scene from, the I don't know, What's the name of that movie? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones or like, that's definitely some Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, Dracarys type shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not Dracarys. <laughs> Khaleesi. They passed the Khaleesi through the damn crowd. Why are they doing that though? That was weird. Call somebody need to call CPS. If y'all know them people, y'all need to call CPS on them because they do not care about that baby. No. And for him just to touch the baby. Be careful, y'all. Energy exchanges is real. Like, I'm just, I'm confused, man. Before, you know what black people in our community have? I don't know what y'all do. But in Charleston, people don't even like people touching a baby before they get baptized. Because you don't want to invite, like, and I'm not for that. You know, I'm not for that type of shit. But that's this just how people be with their children down south. Like, not to let all these people around him because my baby mm-hmm. still hasn't like built up their immunity yet. And right. Don't touch my baby. And just spirit stuff like that. That's that's the whole spirituality, religious shit down here. Like just letting people, all these different people around your baby before they old enough or consciously aware to do things. You know what I'm saying? Or what? Like what if somebody would have kissed that baby? You know, you can get give a baby herpes just yes. by kissing them. Like mm 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 mm. The way that mom passed that baby, they probably already got that shit. <laughs> first of all, why is the baby there? Why is that newborn even at that shit? Right. It's just too much. So it's a, uh, he's on a tour. For, it's called Black Adam. He's he's a superhero in a new uh, DC series, Black Adam. And he's on tour promoting the movie. And I guess it would be kid-friendly, but not infant-friendly. No movie crowd. is infant-friendly, right. newborn-friendly. Mm-hmm. Y'all know he's not a real superhero, right? That's <laughs> I don't a, think just a regular ass man. I don't think they know that. Kind of weird. Kind of weird, y'all. But listen, okay. When we come back from break, a great guest coming on the show to talk about something really big and important. 
<laughs> and <laughs> or um, really small and important. <laughs> nevertheless, it's still important. Okay. So women get all these aesthetic changes. Like we get the facelifts and the breast augmentations, Botox. Botox, the booty, whatever it is to fix our insecurities, to make us feel happy about ourselves. Right. But we know probably one of the main things that men are secure, insecure about, excuse me, is the penis size, which we joke about a lot as mm -hmm. women. Right? So what if there was something a man could do about it? That's what we'll be talking about. All right. We'll get to it when we come back from this commercial. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc make everybody count Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand. Temp to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, guys, listen, we have a special guest on We Talk Back, y'all. We want you to help us welcome Dr. Edward Zimmerman, better known online now as the dick doc on TikTok. Okay, welcome to the show, Dr. Um, Zimmerman. Yes, thank you so much for coming and joining us. Oh, thank you, ladies. It's an honor. We have so many questions about pickles. <laughs> you so, and the rest of the world. All right. So my first question is, you're the dick doc. Why do you call it pickles? <laughs> well, you know, TikTok is basically a minors format. Mm-hmm. So in order to not be placed in community timeout again and again and again, Mm-hmm. We've had to get creative with some of our references. Okay. Well, that's where Pickles and one of our um, models that we use is Sir Richard Peter Johnson. <laughs> and some of the other affirmations that we, we sneak in in order to uh, not get put in community time out as often. Has that happened to you guys? Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yes, it has. And, you know, we do our best to, to keep it straight and provide some good education along with a little bit of humor and talk about things that have been uh, maybe a little taboo and that people have lots of questions about. Listen, y'all, Dr. Zimmerman is a big thing on TikTok, okay? He has 2.3 million followers on TikTok. So we're not the only ones that want to talk to him about, we're using pickles today, but y'all know us. <laughs> and who doesn't love pickles right (laughs) all right so i have a question can a man break his penis i mean his pickle he can or he can have help say penis right breaking his penis Mm -hmm. or pickle or richard or whatever word you'd like to use sure and it's a surgical emergency when that happens what's happened is that one of the uh, hydraulic tubes that enables the pickle to stay erect has been fr- fractured, broken. Mm-hmm. And so that has to be splinted and kept straight. Otherwise, it will heal with a scar that gives you an angle to the dangle that can be both painful and impractical. <laughs> That's a, that was another question. So is an angle to the dangle a deformity, typically? Because sometimes those things come with a little hook on it, you know? So... Is that normal or is that like a deformity on a man? And most women love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, when, the, when, the, when the angle becomes more than about 30 degrees, depending on where the curvature is along the length of the shaft, it can make it uncomfortable for the partner. 
And under 30 degrees, if you have to take a generality, depending on the length, because length matters too, mm -hmm. it can be um, a little added thrill, depending on which way the, the curve is, up, down, sideways, whatever. We haven't seen a corkscrew yet, but we've seen a lot of pickles. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, more than that, there are medical ways to help dissolve that scar tissue. It's a plaque of scar tissue that you can dissolved with a particular kind of enzyme to some degree, or surgically release it, works a little bit. But we also use things like acoustic shockwave therapy and injections of platelet-rich plasma to be able to take the discomfort and some of that curve away, and then various volumizers to decrease the evidence of the curve. So if you have a curve and you fill the inside, where the curve is and the outside on the opposite side, it ends up looking a little straighter. We wanted to have you on because I believe, we believe that men, like one of the biggest insecurities for a man is the penis size. And women don't help with that, right? A lot of times because it's like a big thing for us, a discussion to even talk about penises. But um, y'all, Dr. Zimmerman is like a world-renowned um, cosmetic surgeon, Sir. right? Well, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> we, we do have 5,300 square foot of fun here with a fully nationally accredited operating room. And we do from nose to toes, everything from uh, facelifts, blepharoplasties, laser and plasma resurfacing. My associate is a dual boarded plastic surgeon. He does all the breast work and some of the big body work. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we have a great time and we do, you know, pretty much everything that uh, people have interest in. Are you busy with dicks? Like, are you like, I got a new, I got another dick today. Like I got a dick every day. Like, are, is it becoming something that is more common men coming in to get like work their penis? Enlargements. So we had three or four different gentlemen today. Mm. And the interesting thing is that they'll come in or they'll be brought in by their significant other for a pickle issue, mm. but they'll end up staying for other issues. You know, could be chis you know chiseling out that jawline, or giving them a stronger chin, or getting rid of the hooded eyes, or picking up a neck, or getting rid of the man boobs, or doing a little high def lipo. There's so many things that you know, twenty percent or more of my practice is now guys. Their aesthetic awareness has finally come up enough, and they're getting over their shyness where they'll come in or let their spouse bring them in to consider doing some of this work. Hmm. So let's talk about some of the procedures. What are some of the procedures when wanting to um, enhance the penis? Okay. Well, the biggest one, pardon the pun, is <laughs> the thing that we can do the most easily. So I can't make you taller. Right. There are fairly complex surgical procedures where they're now able to lengthen the long bones and make people taller, but it's not a thing with penis because we have an inner hydraulic core that would also have to be made longer. And it's tough to stretch out a blood vessel and keep it functional. Mm -hmm. the, the way a penis becomes erect involves both the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. So you have to fill the hydraulics and then clamp the base so they can't empty out. Otherwise he goes up, but he goes down. Right. That's called erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. So we want to go up, stay up, keep up. And if we can get a little more girth around, then we can give a little more excitement to our partner. Mm. 
because our, our partner, uh, if they're female, is most of her nerve endings are within the first couple of inches of the vagina. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we call that the Virginia on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we tried Love Canal once. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I know you can't tell from the women on there. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't say but, anything. You know, we love it. I mean, 50% of our, our uh, viewers, members, uh, you know, followers are gals. Right. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. And, um, you know, I think that we, we try to be equal opportunity harassers. We do have procedures, analogous procedures for ladies mm-hmm. for all the things that we offer to guys. Mm-hmm. So whether it needs to be trimmed down, plumped up, made more sensitive, added some lubrication, those are all things we do equally for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so so wait, not, there, there's a procedure to make a woman's vagina wet and it's not just lube, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, if you Google something called the O-Shot, that was developed by another physician down in your neck of the woods. Um, we're, we teach that. And the analogous procedure for men is the pea shot where we draw blood into a special tube and we separate the red blood cells from the plasma that contains the platelets, all the growth factors that make nerve endings and red blood vessels grow in. We can have improved engorgement, both male and female. We can have improved sensation and in gals, we can have improved lubrication. Mm-hmm. Mm, now, that together. That. This, is, this is all out part on the menu now. So you get to go in and order what you want, customized just for you. And, you know, we certainly have that. We have um, energy devices, though the same way that we resurface skin with usually a, an energy source that, that, either pokes some tiny holes in the skin, whether it's radio frequency or lasers or fractional laser, fractional radio frequency microneedling. We have those same devices, whether it's skin here or skin down below, they respond very similarly. They rejuvenate, they thicken, they become less friable. You can treat the lichen sclerosis that we see in the genital region region of both uh, men and women, and we can improve lubrication in women. Mm. So those are all things. Tammy, now you, you, you might me. need that, Tam. Girl, I, I get wet, girl. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't be a critic, AJ. Don't be a hater. I'm, st- I'm still good in that department, but maybe about 50, 60, I might come see you about that, Doc. I don't know. <laughs> and then there, there are other things like an electromagnetic pulsing device where if you don't have metal in your hips, um, you can literally sit on this device and it's FDA approved for the treatment of urinary incontinence in both women and men. But it has another effect because it's the equivalent of doing 12,000 super maximal kegels wow. in a half an hour session you sit on. it. So if you can take your bottom to the gym and do 12,000 kegels in a half an hour without breaking sweat, Although sometimes we do have to close the door for some ladies because they get a little carried away. Um, this is this this is a G-rated program, right? No, <laughs> no. Are definitely okay. G-rated. And we'll go there with your permission. Oh. Um, so when they do a series of those, the ability to grasp and and have a a stronger orgasm both in women and in men, and men notice that the projection of their output tends to be more um, vigorous and perhaps go further. So this is 
good for everybody. Hmm. So there's lots of things in this table setting of, of a la carte items that we can bring to the party. So that sounds good, but I imagine like, does, is that painful? Like you sitting on this thing in 12,000 Kegels in 30 minutes sounds like something that might hurt. I saw a video nope. once where a woman said every time she does her Kegels, she keeps having orgasms. So yep. that's probably what's going to happen if you sit on the machine. It's a very popular machine. Where do I sign up? <laughs> we have your seat waiting, ma'am. Let us escort you to the table. How many times a month can I come and do this? <laughs> Um, that would be a Tana question, and I'm sure she will work to fit you in and work with your schedule. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, I have, a, I have another question. All right, so with a man, what age is it that their penis stops growing and they know, like, this is going to be my penis for the rest of my life? Right? Mm, excellent question. So when the epiphyses to the bones are sealing off as the hormones change in puberty, that is probably about the time that the length stops growing. When your height stops growing, your length generally stops growing. Now, you may fill out, you know, certainly over time, because males don't reach their maximal maturity, you know, if ever, uh, <laughs> until they're somewhere in their 20s. And from then on, it's all downhill. Women get better. Not so with guys. But their testosterone probably starts dropping off when they get into their 30s. And there is a lot more than testosterone that makes a pickle work. But that's the primary driver. And so that's why that's so important. So <laughs> is Big Dick hereditary? And what side of the family does it come from? <laughs> your mama. Your mama gives you your dick. That's what I always thought. Because I read something about testosterone and how that's involved with, you know, in, in, in the gestational period, when, you know, when the woman is, woman is pregnant and how much, like, testosterone yep. the baby gets determines, like, how the penis is going to be. Is that true? Or am I tripping? That has a lot. You're, you've done your homework, okay. lady. So <laughs> that does have a large input into whether the infant becomes a male or a female other mm -hmm. than the chromosomes XY and a male XX and a female. Mm -hmm. But certainly genital hypertrophy is dependent upon intrauterine hormone levels. You're absolutely correct there. So Tam Bam, you're correct in that in that way, size does come from your mama. So is there, if, if I'm pregnant, because I don't want my son to have a little dick, right? So is there something I could eat? To make sure his dick is big? Some vitamins, some supplements, some herbs? <laughs> it's a great question. For you to maintain a pregnancy, you're doing by having a good diet, exercise, reasonable amounts of sleep, all that, all those things that feed both your mind and your body. You're doing everything you possibly can do naturally. Mm -hmm. And you don't need, in my opinion, uh, supplements to that. Okay. So, you know, I, I think sometimes Mother Nature, a lot of times Mother Nature gets it right. Let her do her magic. Okay. So no beans I can eat to make his dick bigger. No beans or spinach. All right. I'm afraid not. <laughs> things, could, things could backfire. Fact. So, so let's get back to true. the procedures. Because I think that, you know, this episode could very well help a lot of men who are, you know, may not have done the research yet. And they actually haven't called a doctor about it, but they're going to listen to this show and get a lot of information. And maybe this might be something they want to do. So you can add length, you can add girth. 
we had a urologist on recently and we talked about buried penis, which, yep. you know, skinny guy. Can you dig it up? <laughs> yep, you, can. You, you, you can reveal it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but let me go back and, and just mention that we don't have a non, a less invasive non-surgical procedure for adding length. Got it. Right. Because that hydraulic tube can't be stretched a lot without losing function. We can add girth. We can add width. Um, you know, there, there are things we can do to add to improve erections with P shots for guys, but unless we're going to take a semi circumferential tube and make an incision at the base of the penis and slide it all the way up to the tip, sew it in and pull the skin back down, in which case he's up all the time. You just have to point him the right direction. <laughs> That's a surgical thing. And while it's a great procedure for some guys, it may decrease sensation in the guy because mm. the nerves that were coming from underneath to the skin, they're now not available because there's actually a silicone sheath in the way. Mm -hmm. And so everything has pros and cons, and we try to, to describe those so people can make an educated decision. Right. When you are using volumizers, which could be a person's own fat, if they're a relatively uh, couch potato kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Athletes, they're going to burn it off too fast. <laughs> and if they have that buried penis, mm -hmm. um, too much, they're, they're Dunlap, Dunlap over too much, then mm -hmm. whether we're doing liposculpting or we're pulling the extra skin up or removing the extra skin, there's lots of things that we can do in the operating room pretty minimally invasively. This is all done under twilight. And the recovery is, you know, several weeks. So it's not, you're not back out on the basketball court tomorrow. You got to give your, your body a chance to heal. It's a real surgery, right. especially when you're removing skin. You can reveal more of the shaft of the penis. The penis starts near the rectum. The, the structural elements of the hydraulics start almost back by the rectum. Wow. And you need that foundation planted for the penis to become erect and stick out where it can do some work. Now, there is something called the dorsal penile ligament. It's a frenulum of types. It's a webbing that goes from the front of the man's body down to the shaft that's supposed to hold the erect shaft more parallel to the body for thrusting. But you've all seen porno movies where there's a little scar at the base of the penis and they get about a half an inch more length, mm. but it changes the angle of the dangle where it's more likely to be broken. Mm. So again, it's a balancing of blessings here as to whether that's worth it or whether it puts the penis more at risk. Interesting. I'm gonna be looking for that little incision point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it takes a it takes a it's it's that particular procedure is frowned upon at this point by the American Urological Associations because that that frenulum that they have to uh, slice, that they have to in size is right next to the blood vessels and some of the nerves that go out onto the penis. So a little bit too much of a slip either way, and you may have a longer penis, but you may not feel it, or he may not go up as well. So you just if you're going to think about that, you want to go to a good surgeon who's done enough of those to be comfortable in that area to have the best chance of success. But that's different from volumizing. Right. If a man, all right, let's say he has a good metabolism, a fairly decent metabolism, but he does have like a little fat and y'all use that fat to enlarge his size. He can burn it off at like, he could burn <laughs> off his new dick. Yep. Oh man. So he's better off using something on 
itself rather than something that's going to get pumped up for a little while and then run away as soon as he runs away. Wow. Right. Okay. All right. You hear that, guys? If you got a good metabolism, don't use your fat. It's going to go. Yep. <laughs> Dick lost weight. Yep. <laughs> you know, if, if you've got a guy coming in to get a revenge body, and, you know, he's getting high-def lipo and all this and because he doesn't have time to work out for whatever reason and he's a relative couch potato, then we can take that fat and we can purify it and use a combination of macro fat, so structural fat that doesn't just melt away, mm-hmm. along with micro fat and nano fat that fills in all the spaces around the bigger structural pieces. And we can get a 50 to 75% improvement that lasts for years. Wow. So, and the nice thing about that is that, you know, most guys have enough love handle or, you know, whatever that they can, they can afford to have a good supply of fat to girth things up. And that can be very nice. It's not like the old days where they used to cut out a chunk of fat, stick it under the skin, and you'd have this lopsided one-eyed willy hanging out there <laughs> that wasn't very attractive and didn't function any better. Fat contains about 2,500 times more stem cells than bone marrow does. So there is an advantage to putting micronized fat into an area in terms of maintaining or improving function anywhere in the body. Wow. That's something to consider, but it may not be for girth. It may be as a stem cell carrier. It may be for rejuvenation. It may be to help things function better. Um, And then the girth can be supplied with the other means that we can talk about whenever you like. (laughs) (laughs) So like what's the largest size increase is there a suggested max or can a guy just come in and get super salami like what (laughs) well when you go to your delicatessen you have to be careful what you ask for and skin stretches within reason but too much stretching at once can be both uncomfortable and make things more prone to having fibrosis so that the mm. penis can't become erect as full or as easily or without discomfort. Um, it can, some of these volumizers can clump up a little bit. So you could get nodules that your partner might not feel, but you might be aware of. So in averages, we've selected the amounts of different volumizers to use for different mm, profiles of penises whether they're long and thin or whether they accordion down and they're sort of short. Um, So we can add anywhere from half an inch to about an inch and a half at a time pretty safely. That's it. It's a nice improvement. It's not worth doing if you're not going to really see it. Right. Right. So, you know, and we've learned that over the years, if a guy can't reach down in the morning and grab a hold of his stick shift and feel this is going to be a good day, there's no reason to do the procedure. Right. On the other hand, if everything's so large that it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that defeats the purpose. So we try to bring things up in a safe, scientific fashion. And we do, you know, we do have some guys who've made this a hobby, uh, with or without the support of their spouse or spice. And uh, they've gotten to the point where they get stopped going through TSA and they're you know, need a new tailor because they're walking around in three-legged pants. But, um, you know, it, it becomes to the point where it's not as useful anymore. It's more of a showpiece. Right. Right. Do you ever have men come in for a uh, dick reduction? 
We have had zero gentlemen come in. A lot of talk about it. A lot of claim to fame. We've not had anybody come in who said, golly, Doc, it's just too big. Can you take it down a bit? <laughs> what about that guy who was asking the judge? I think this might have been in Florida, maybe. So his wife or significant other died because during oral sex. And he was requesting from the judge to be able to pull his penis out during the trial, like to prove like, hey, this is why she died. Like, it's really that big. <laughs> have y'all seen that? Or am I tripping? No. <laughs> it happened, I swear to God. Can I take the fifth? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, so we may play, women may play a role in men being insecure, but I think also because men watch a lot of porn, you're looking at all these different size penises, and if yours doesn't look like what's on the screen, you may think it's small. So let guys know, what's the average size penis? Great question. And it's interesting because guys ask the question, but then they don't do the research. They don't actually measure to find out if they're in the range. So, you know, one of the things, one of the TikToks we've done and posted several times is just taking something soft and pliable, whether it's a little tape measure or a shoelace that you can measure up against a ruler or something like that, and measuring around the widest part of the penis when the penis is at rest, when it's flaccid, three and a half, you know, 3.5, 3.6 inches is probably average. Um, it can be substantially more. It could be substantially less, depending on genetics, as you pointed out, and uh, luck. <laughs> and then when it's erect, when, when, when it's Mr. Happy, then probably four and a half to five inches around is the average. Now, that's a bell-shaped curve. There's going to be statistically some folks who fall below it mm -hmm. and some who fall above it. And when you bring those different things to the table, if one of your partners has had something that's statistically far above and you show up to the table and you're average, that can kind of make you feel bad. Like, why do you even want to know? Does it feel different? Like, why, how would you know? <laughs> well, that's a great question. And, you know, I would I would deflect that back on on you gals to to educate us and we've done that on tiktok to say to ladies you know what makes you happy you know is it girth is it length is it both if so what and you know we've we've seen that girth generally wins over length mm -hmm. not everybody wants to have their cervix pushed up to their shoulders thank you right. and uh you know it's just not as comfortable and that girth generally supplies more stimulation mm -hmm. to the introitus Mm -hmm. So that can be more enjoyable. Again, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the, what you bring to the table and, and the, the fight in the dog, not necessarily the dog in the fight, but <laughs> how they use it. And, the you know, <laughs> yeah, the motion is all about. But so why is it that, so, we, yeah. why is it that we can tell men, like, why is it that we can tell men, this is what we like when most women prefer girth. But I think when men think about getting or wishing they had a bigger one or getting a bigger one, they only they're only considering think about the length. length. Like that's not even what we want. So who are you getting this dick for, sir? <laughs> <laughs> so when we do our video consultations, because we take care of a lot of folks from out of town as well as locals, but you know, we have that frank discussion about, you know, what good is a pencil when you can have a pizza? And, you know, how are you going to use this? What are your goals? Let's make reasonably educated decisions. 
So if I, let's say I woke up tomorrow and I decided I want to bat for the other team, could you give me a penis? <laughs> Where the hell is going to come from? Who's it, who does it belong to? I'm just asking, you know, That's these are questions like, you know, a trans man might want. That's true. You know? So technically, your clitoris is analogous to the head of the penis. And while we can't get as much length out of it without doing a surgical procedure, so there are surgical procedures that can add length, and then the blood supply is there, the sensation is there, the hormonal milieu needs to be changed so that the testosterone that supports the engorgement of that tissue can be elevated. And then you can very carefully add a little bit of girth, but you're not going to have the same results that you would have as if you had been born X, Y. Okay. So, but we can make something that is reasonably functional to some degree, if that's how you identify. I have a really, I just had this discussion with somebody. Okay. Micro penises, right? So what's the size for a micro penis? And then you have some women who have big clit- clitoris, right? Big, mm-hmm. it almost looks like a micro penis. Sure. <laughs> is that a is man that or the a same woman? Thing? Right. <laughs> is that the same thing? Or right. How is do a you micro determine? penis just a big clit? Or is a big clit a micro penis? Yes. Like, I want to know. <laughs> You'd have to go back to. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? The XX or the XY. So once you understand what the true genetic definition of that person is, not just their pronouns, right. you can have a better answer to that question. But you're you're both quite correct, is that you can have masculinization of the clitoris, which leads it to be quite prominent, or um, lack of development of the penis, which leads it to not be prominent. <laughs> So what's considered, what size is, sorry, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. What go size, ahead. What, uh, what's the measurements for a micro penis? Like what's, what does that look like? What's like the max size or minimum size to be considered a micro penis? So about three inches erect, mm-hmm. less than that is often considered a micro penis. Okay. Can you work on those too? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you can absolutely work on them, but. You know, I, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much stretchable skin, but if you work on it gradually, you can get something that's fairly substantial girth wise. The tip does not increase in girth as much as the shaft because it's more of a fibromuscular material. So it doesn't increase. And you have to be careful not to compress the urethra. They still need to be able to pass their urine and such, but you can get some size there. Absolutely. And they still work. Would a penis that hasn't been circumcised do better with these type of procedures? Because, like, there is that extra skin. Hmm. Interesting, interesting question. Because about half the guys that we work with are circumcised and the other half are not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's primarily because here in the United States, we tend to have more circumcised guys for whatever reason. And if you want to get into a huge discussion, post something on TikTok about foreskins and the ability to be circumcised or not circumcised and who should make that discussion, that that decision when. 
because it lights a lot of fires. That was one of my questions. Can, can, can I just tell you uh, something that AJ says? AJ says that foreskin is to suck another man's semen out of vaginas. That's what the skin is, the extra skin is for. <laughs> okay, so let me explain and let me give some clarity. Okay, I've seen this. I don't know if it was a history channel. I don't know, but I've read some shit, okay? And it was like, you know, talking about like monogamy and stuff like that. And it said that that's the original use. It's there for a reason. Some, it has to be there. We are cutting it off because it's more of a, a, a religious thing why people cut that skin off, right? But this thing or I was reading or watching, it was saying about, like, uh, you know, it's for a suction to take the other, the, the last male sperm out of the vagina. Is that too far-fetched? Could that well, not be a, that's, a, a, that's a, a little far-fetched in terms of function. <laughs> But the, the foreskin teleologically mm-hmm. may have been placed there both as a protective mechanism, just like an eyelid closes to protect the eye. Right. Mm-hmm. It may have been placed there for a hygiene issue. Like although we have a hood. the reverse could also be true, mm-hmm. is that if you don't clean under there, it becomes a hygiene issue. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things, and we posted this on TikTok to get a, a reader's poll, was is the tissue more sensitive so when the foreskin comes back is that tip of the shaft and the tip of the penis is now exposed super sensitive Mm -hmm. so that it tends to preserve the species more quickly and you know all those things have been part of the debate um you know certainly when the the foreskin isn't kept clean as an infant and there are some adhesions in there that need to be released for the foreskin to be able to to pull back when that erection truly happens. Because, you know, when the erection is is fully there, the foreskin is pretty much absorbed by the length of the penis right. that's up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you only see him when he's flaccid. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've learned so much about pickles today. <laughs> They're so, delicious, baby. <laughs> so, all right. I know AJ was going to ask this question, but I'm going to hit you with it. All right, so there's this, you know, misconception, I believe, that black men have larger pickles than other men. Do you find that to be true? How many black men do you have coming in there? Like, who do you see most? Tana, why are you giggling? Tana. <laughs> no, honestly, I like how you took my question, though. <laughs> Not no. a question, brother. It's a valid question. It's it's a good question. Um in our experience with hundreds of pickles now, and we do, uh, we, we are equal opportunity harassers for every size, shape, sex, color, whatever. You know, I think that we've seen both large and small. We've seen all the extremes. And, you know, because certainly gentlemen who are already large enjoy getting larger. Mm-hmm. And gentlemen who are not as large enjoy becoming, if going from a, a grower to a shower mm-hmm. um, means a lot to them. And, you know, in in the dark, I don't know that you could see or infraredly perceive a pickle and know what its skin color was. Mm-hmm. So, But you got to get in the dark first. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't going there. It was trying to keep it peachy. Um, you know, but but it, but in answer to your question, you know the 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 rumor is out there, but that has not been our reality. But 
remember, we're choosing guys who want to have something done. So we have both large and normal and small all come through the door of every nationality. And, and um, they all have, they all bring something special to the table. There are no two that are exactly alike. Do you ever feel like, has anybody ever come in and you're like, look, I can't do nothing with this? Like denied, denied that somebody from an enlargement? And, and why? Um, we have had several discussions with gentlemen who've pretty much taken this on as a hobby and they've gotten so large that it is no longer useful for function. It's more of a trophy uh, or a discussion piece and talked about, you know, I, I think we should be done. I think this is enough. I think this is probably more than enough. And let's talk about body dysmorphic disorder because right. there's an obsessive compulsive disorder that's mm -hmm. best treated by other means other than doing more procedures because it doesn't make them happy in the long run. And that just adds risk to their life. So you have wow. denied some guys more penis. We have. Yeah. You're like, that's enough dick, sir. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> kind of situation. I wish yeah. some of these doctors would do that for the ass and they add on some of these women. <laughs> I swear to God. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Like, can a woman get too much ass in your opinion? You want to get me in trouble, don't you? <laughs> it almost like, it's almost a deformity a lot of times. Some of the women, I'm like, the doctors need to be in jail. That's really how I feel. Like, why did you do? Why that person did want that thing done, but why did you, as the professional, do it? Do it, yeah. Yeah, I think you're asking an excellent question, and. Since I've been doing this nearly 30 years, I think we're seeing the pendulum swing back to the part where we're having gals who are being satisfied with being more curvaceous without being outlandish. Mm -hmm. And I think a number of us feel much more comfortable there in helping enhance rather than creating something that God never wanted. Right. Right. So you have... So, um... You have the dickdocrx.com. Is that like the Victoria's Secrets for erections or something? <laughs> what is that? I went on there. I didn't go through the, the uh, categories. I didn't go through like the shop for real. I just saw your picture with these pills next to you. I'm like, oh, that's like the dick store. Okay. <laughs> this is La Perla for dicks. <laughs> well, there, there are several websites. Mm -hmm. um, the the dickdocrx website is we've worked with a company that has physicians who are licensed in all 50 states. So if a guy is doesn't have the time, doesn't have the, or is too shy to go into their local doctor for whatever reason, they can pick up the computer and they can dial in and they can have a discussion with a licensed clinician to see if they might safely be able to use a 5-phosphodiesterase inhibitor. Um, you know, the, the blue pill, yellow pill, white pill, whatever pill, color pill works for you is, is good. Um, and then there are other things on the site that are uh, larger condoms for guys who've gotten girthy, pumps, some of the best uh, pumps that we've been able to help choose for guys who want to take their penis to the gym to get it to learn how to engorge and stay engorged. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes and uh baseband's to keep the engorgement in there's a number of things fun I've been suggesting and those cock rings to people cuz they really yeah, work that you are you have just done the entire uh male 
group a huge service. Please say that they again. Were. Yes, they really were. <laughs> they Two thumbs up to AJ. She's got it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, they can help AJ a lot. knows dick. <laughs> next God bless you. <laughs> uh, so, all right, you know, a lot of people are, I don't know if you've seen this because it's on TikTok too. Um, people are getting those little honey packets and putting it in tequila and drinking <laughs> that. And the honey pack in the gas station is kind of like oh. some something that's supposed to help with making your penis hard. Is that safe? You know, it, it's hard to, to do a blanket statement, is that safe? Mm-hmm. The things that cause the vasodilation that allows for an erection to occur are prescribed. The things that you're likely to get in a packet of some sort anywhere in the world are likely to have some yohimbine and some other things, you know, some uh, horny goat weed and some other natural substances, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, ginseng, that may help a little bit, but nothing by comparison to what you can do with a prescription. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if it's more convenient and it doesn't hurt anything and it does help you, God bless. But uh, statistically, if you do a double blind controlled study, it's not likely, it's not been shown to be of much advantage. So you guys, listen, if you want the real drugs, go ahead, go to dickdocrx.com. <laughs> well, that's, right. that's one of the places, and you can at least talk to a licensed physician mm-hmm. and see if you're a candidate and discuss it. And, you know, once you're online there, they give you certain uh, discounts and, you know, mailing lists and stuff. But we've just been privileged to be part of that in terms of helping pick out things that hopefully do work. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, getting through that site and some things are being put away for a rainy day and better things are being brought on. We hope to have a acoustic wave therapy device soon. You know, we did get an excellent penis pump there. That's, I quit carrying it in my office because the one they were able to get on that site is better than anything I can get and less expensive. So I just refer people to, to that. We don't own that site, but we do participate in it. And we're, we're very pleased with the work they've done. Okay. Then we've got another site that, uh, you know, we keep, you know, people want merch. And uh, so we have thedick.com where you can get all of our little logos with cups and underwear and hoodies and stickers and all kinds of fun things. So they're kind of fun to to put up all the little stickers and things and have them around because you never know where the dick doc might pop up. (laughs) Facts. All right. I have another question. Can you, can a man masturbate a hook into his penis? Mm. So there, there, you know, you may have heard about something called death grip where, you know, guys go at things a little long, too hard. And can they actually damage the corpora cavernosa and cause a contractual, a contractile plaque that causes a, a permanent change? Yeah, they can, if they work real hard, so to speak. So <laughs> we, we would beg them not to, there are better things to do. And, and when they, go to excesses like that, they tend to reduce the sensation. So it becomes a, a compounding issue as they have less sensation. They're not able to reach orgasms. They push harder. They have less sensation. It just becomes worse and worse. And they've got to lay off for a while, take it easy, stay hands off, find other ways to keep themselves amused and uh, let the let the tissue regenerate. Could they use the other hand and like make it go back straight? <laughs> Well, chances are you you if you if you fibrose both sides, you just make them shorter. 
and maybe oh, no. a little bit more uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah, because when they get those fibrotic plaques, it reduces the overall length. It's not, you know, when you have when when you have a tube and you have a plaque, because there's basically two corpora cavernosa that go up and down at the ten and two o'clock area, and if one of those gets shorter, then he's going to tilt to that side. If both get shorter, then the whole penis is either going to hook up because the corpora spongiosum down below is still long, or if the whole penis is going to not be as long. There's no advantage there. Wow. Dang, you hear that, fellas? Y'all can beat your penis short. <laughs> Relax. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to talk about dick. Let's talk about women. No, no, I got one. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go all ahead. right, before we get to women, I got one more question. It's a quick question about us. Go ahead. This is my, yeah, my last question. How much would a surgery, like getting girth, set you back? Like, how much would that, you know, set you back financially? So I'll, I'll look to Tana to, to make sure I'm saying the right numbers because I'm just a talent here. I do the medicine. But I think we're in the range of... So 45 to 10,000. Yeah. So depending on what volumizer you're using, and we can talk about the difference between the water-based gels, because you may have heard of Restylane, Juvederm, Voluma, things like that that we use in the cheeks and the, the, the lips mm -hmm. because they're lovely and soft and marshmallowy smooth and they move well and they look very natural so we have that we have a calcium based filler that's a little firmer so the guy looks like he's uh got a little chubby going on all day long and uh it's, it's like a liquid precursor of bone or tooth and both of those last about a year or we have a synthetic filler that's fda approved for the effacement of the nasolabial fold the smile lines and in the five-year studies on the face, there was a better than 80% continuance of contour in five years. Mm -hmm. And in the 10-year numbers, that was over 70%. So that's like a long-lasting volumizer because Mother Nature is always stealing volume from the places you want it to stay. Right. So if you want the girls or the tuchus or, you know, wherever, the face, you know, Mother Nature's moving that volume around and making you look old because the look of youth is like you ladies it's full and lustrous and shiny Ew, thank yeah. you <laughs> my pleasure and we ain't, and, we ain't uh, no spring chickens either i think we look pretty good okay well, you, you picked the right parents <laughs> you great. thank you thank you um, so the one that you said last that would be probably the most expensive one that would be more around 10 stacks ten thousand dollars yep so you're about forty forty five hundred five thousand dollars to about ten and you know it depends on what you want to do and how long you want it to last some guys like to ease into things and try it on for size make sure they love it before they commit to long lasting mm -hmm. other are like no i know i'm gonna want it so just bring it on and I'm going to keep it. And if I want some more, I'm going to be back. And think about what a lady pays for breast augmentation or a lift or a Brazilian butt. You know, we're spending, you know, far more for those right. than we do right. for just a little help down below the belt for a guy. Right. I guess I'm confused on the procedures then, because when I think about like um, the, the different liquid procedures, like if I go get Botox in my forehead, that's like maintenance. I got to keep going and get so you're saying that these same products can be put into the penis and it is no maintenance involved with it? No. No, no. Your Botox treats the dynamic wrinkles. It treats the wrinkles that are caused by muscle movements. So when you get frown lines, forehead lines, little crow's feet, crumpy little chins, wide jaw line, bands underneath, 
Those are all things that we stop the muscle from moving and the neuromodulator stops it for a period of time, usually 90, 120 days until your body heals itself. It brings a new nerve ending out to the muscle. Then the muscle starts to work again. So you got to redo it. With a filler, a volumizer, the hot ironic gels, we do every nine to 14 months, give or take. So if we put those in the cheeks or the lips or anywhere in the face, similar down below the belt, if we're using it below the belt for a guy or a gal, they last about a year, give or take, depending on which one you choose. We like to use the more cross-linked ones that that are going to last a little longer. When you use a Radies, which is a calcium-based sort of liquid precursor of bone or tooth, and you use that to give anterior projection to the cheeks or chisel a jawline or bring out the temple hollows, that last tends to last you know, nine to 15 months, a little bit longer. But both those go away above and below the belt. Right. Now, when we use a material mm-hmm. that has polymethylmethacrylate, there's only one in the United States that was FDA cleared in 2006, that can last years. So these cheeks... Started out eight years ago. This used to be flat. I was on TV being interviewed. And when I saw the, bait, the B-roll, I kind of went, oh! <clears throat> <laughs> talk to talk. So um, even a big face needs volume. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the look of youth is full. And eyes need to be framed and have a, a nice cheek projection there. And you know what? It works. So it's just... Trades using a material off-label, and we tell people this is an off-label use of a material. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how we use it because the anatomy below is a little different than the tissue that's in the cheeks or the chin, but useful nonetheless. So the dick isn't permanent. That's what I was trying to get to. It's not permanent. It can be with the long lasting. Right, with that procedure. But if they do the cheaper route, you do the $4,500 route, it's not permanent dick. <laughs> So, so you and your wife could, your wife will be like, my cheeks are starting to fall and your dick is getting skinny. Let's go back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If we're, if, we're, if we're planning a trip down to, you know, the all-inclusive nude beach and you want to be able to stretch your stuff, then there's a price to pay. <laughs> Time now, to recognize, go back, baby. <laughs> I recognize for the, for the gal who's in great shape and has no fat left and wants a Brazilian butt, that we can take large amounts of these volumes and put it into the tuchus and get her a little smoothing and elevation that way. Can you so do that for the breasts? You can do that for the breasts with certain materials. We're very careful about the materials. My preference for, for the breast, it's a, uh, a type two um, category, is, is you can actually put fat in the breast with all those rejuvenative cells and you can take the ski slope that some gals get after breastfeeding or age and you can puff that back up so that lifts everything up and with fat there's no implant there's nothing to worry about um doesn't change the mammograms for a good radiologist there's a lot to be said Mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of muscle in there to to break that fat down Mm. i think i want that because my titties been sloping since they grew in (laughs) (laughs) they grew in with a slope We'll talk after. <laughs> Making the world a better place and a more beautiful place, one body at a time. I'm gonna call you. Gonna be right on a, a Zoom call with him, trying to do your um your consultation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that that was the reason why I never got like a boob job. I was uh, afraid to like I'm afraid to be put to sleep. And so, is that something that you would have to put someone to sleep for for the fat? 
put in? We call it we call it twilight. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing lipo sculpting, it's true sculpting. So I've been doing sculpt lipo since the late '90s, and I was blessed to learn from some folks both in Europe and South America who do things a little bit differently than we do here. So we don't put people to sleep for lipo. We get them to their happy place. Mm-hmm. We mark them standing up so we see the effect of gravity on the tissue. And then when you lay down, everybody looks good lying yeah. down by comparison. Starfish. So we have results <laughs> according to our diagrams, mm-hmm. according to our photography. And then during the procedure, you're just barely awake enough to follow uh, requests. Like, can you help us roll over? Can you stand up? Can you flex? You know, show me a little movement here so we can see how the tissue is moving in nature and under gravity during the procedure. We can't do that if you're fully asleep mm. with a tube down your throat. Right. But you don't generally remember anything. Usually it's like, did my surgery start? Am I late for surgery? Do we need to get to the office? Nope, we're done. It's all done. You did great. You're in your compression garment. We're just getting you ready to go home. How you feel? No pain. Great. No upset tummy. Fabulous. Let you go home and recover a little. That's so, interesting. I didn't know you could do that with the booth. It's all done in a triple AHC nationally accredited operating facility. Yes, ma'am. So we can do full anesthesia here for Dr. Lee's right. patients. <laughs> for, um, but for my patients, generally, tumescent anesthesia and some twilight sedation is quite enough. It's kinder, safer, and generally less expensive. All right, y'all. If I pop out with some new titties made out of my fat, don't say shit for Christmas, okay? <laughs> I can only see your chin. I can't imagine you even having that. So if you say you do, we'll take you at your word and we'll do what we can. Oh, I got some. I got some, Doc. You got enough of titties. Yeah. We're going to talk too long about Dick. I wanted to ask some quick questions about the procedures that women can get. You did speak on, you know, the extra hydration, okay? But what can we do about tightness, G-spots, those type of things, just briefly? Mm. So. The P shot is for men, the analogous procedure called the O shot, which gives improved sensation, improved lubrication, can help treat lichen sclerosis. It's a little painful kind of whitish patch in the mucosa that gals can have or not, and can also improve the suspension of the urethra so it can help with urinary incontinence. That's a nice, easy way. It's usually a series of those little injections done once a month or, you know, after you get to your happy place, maybe, you know, once or twice a year, something like that. We talked about the electromagnetic chair that you can sit mm-hmm. on that's going to improve pelvic floor musculature right. okay. and tighten things. Yes, we talked about energy, so both lasers and fractional lasers and radio frequency that can tighten the tissue. We can also trim the tissue, a little designer labia work for gals who feel that they have a little too much or when the baby was coming out with an elbow, things got stretched <laughs> or ripped or whatever. We can get those back to whatever contour you would like. We can inflate the labia. If you want to have a little more tightness, we can take some of the fat from another area or a filler, inflate the labia and shrink wrap the tissue so everything is high and tight, kind wow. of hard yet. Nice. That's that sounds nice. pretty. Yes. Yeah. Then we do a little laser hair removal so you can actually see it if you want. Hey. So there's all kinds of things um, that we have available. The Thermivasa radio frequency. We have a, a, a CO2, a fractional CO2 laser. We have you know, lots of different fun things. Now, you asked about the G-spot. That's something special because 
we can actually use either a temporary or a long-lasting volumizer to pump the G-spot up. So if you can find it, I know where it is anatomically. <laughs> Not all the girls have sensation there, right. but if they do, if you can point it out that I know I'm going in the right place, we can painlessly actually get it to inflate out into the area where it gets more intention and make life better. Ooh-wee. <laughs> well, I call that a Z shot. <laughs> I want that. Me too. I want everything. I didn't, I didn't start having orgasms so really late in life. Okay. I really want that thing. Aside from then using you toys. Catch up, girl. Yeah. Use, aside from using toys, like to get a guy that can actually do it and get you to that point. It wasn't yeah. my whole life or whole time I've been having sex. It sure wasn't. But there are many things we can do and, and working with people and having people who are willing to share what they truly want what their real goals are, what's realistic, mm-hmm. and have a frank discussion about what's possible and get to that place where we can work together means a lot and, mm-hmm. and gives everybody a more successful outcome. Yes, I agree. This was so much fun and so much good yeah, information. Anytime we talk about dick, we just be giggling like, eh. I'm excited <laughs> like some little schoolgirls. <laughs> I yeah, definitely... between you guys and Tana, I'm not sure who's <laughs> blushing the most here. I know I want to come sit on that thing. I know I do. Like, you're in Vegas, yeah. right? Let me look at Yep, up. we're in Vegas. And, you know, you never know who may show up. <laughs> who's in there knitting penises? I'm confused. <laughs> Whose grandma is knitting dicks in there? <laughs> <laughs> well, we needed, we needed a model that had. A turtleneck. Wow. <laughs> talk about the differences between how we do procedures. Wow. So. Y'all, y'all the, for those of y'all are who are going to be listening to audio to this, Dr. Z is holding up some crochet penises, and they're pretty large. <laughs> y'all having too yeah. much fun over there at uh, Aesthetic Revolution. <laughs> well, we just like to be able to illustrate to help people understand. It's all about education and with a little bit of humor. Well, this was fun. I learned a lot, and I'm yeah. definitely gonna. Uh, you need to. You need to give us your information about consultations for everybody listening. If they want to get a consultation, where they can find you on TikTok, Instagram, yeah. uh, your websites, all those things. Can you share that for all our listeners? I would be delighted and honored. So our website is aestheticrevolutionlv.com, and that's easy, and it's a very intuitive website. You can pull down all the columns and you can see before and after pictures and have a lot of discussion about things. And then if they want to call and talk to Tana or Taylor or Abby or whoever, they're all very non-judgmental and very helpful and very well educated. They've helped me with hundreds of guys. And our office phone is 702-360-6686. We do consultations virtually online like this, where you know we'll spend half an hour or so talking about things. You fill out some forms ahead of time so I can get heads up on where you may be pointing things and make best use of our time together. And then Tana is able to bring things together, give you uh, an estimate of what different things might cost and help you get into town, point you in the direction of some of the different hotels or things that we have around, stuff like that. Um, TikTok, we are the Dick Doc on TikTok. And we've got, you know, two point something million followers and, you know, 12 or 13 million uh, likes. 
So I think, you know, we're helping educate people and discuss things. And we answer as many of the questions as we can. It's just there's only one of me and only so many hours in the day. And my staff is great. They help with it. And, and, and what's your IG uh, name? Is it Dick Doc? So we have a couple. We have Aesthetic Revolution Las Vegas. And there is a Dick Doc Instagram as well, which I will ask Miss Stacy to get me because I'm terrible with these things. I treat peoples. <laughs> that one is Dick Doc underscore Dr. Z. Uh, Tana says Dick Doc underscore Dr. Z. DR Z. So Dick Doc underscore DR dot Z. Got it. Y'all hear that, y'all? <laughs> so y'all come get your dicks fixed, please. We love dicks and we love you to get them fixed. <laughs> when the YouTube channel's going up, we've got about 180 YouTubes that are being dribbled up to the YouTube channel. So all those will be available as well. Plus we're creating almost every day. Right. Well, we really, really appreciate you for pulling up on us, man. You got to come back and have a chat with us about more about women, maybe next time. That'd be great. That'd be great. No, I'm I'm coming to see you. I already know. You sold me on that seat. That seat. (laughs) I was sold. (laughs) All right, y'all. Listen. Whatever works. Listen, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0 on Instagram. Y'all follow me. Y'all, it's me, Tam Bam, official Tam Bam on Instagram. Y'all, please follow me. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Uh, Remember to speak now and never hold your peace. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.